guys, here we are back. Happy July 4th weekend. And I had to wait a couple days to make this episode because I needed some Jesus before I started talking because it's got me a little pissed. Um, I'm going to try to hit all the highlights in this hour. Hopefully it'll all make it. And if not, we'll continue tomorrow. But I want to start with that twat waffle lady out of Colorado. I'm not even going to say her name because she doesn't deserve the publicity. She carried a hypothetical situation all the way to the Supreme Court. And they ruled on a hypothetical situation, which I'm going to touch on that part a little bit after this. But her whole thing is she hypothetically did not ever want to have to make a website for a gay couple because it went against her religious belief. Now, bear in mind, she hadn't been asked Um, never been contacted by a gay couple, even this third-party person that she ended up giving the guy's name out that had contacted her for a website, apparently, was married, is married to a woman. He is a, to my knowledge and from everything they've said, he is a straight, heterosexual male married to a woman. So, it was completely hypothetical And it went against her religious belief, which just floored me because, okay, yeah, it's mentioned in Leviticus that man laying with man, woman laying with woman is a sin. But so also in that is mentioned eating shellfish, getting a tattoo, wearing clothes of mixed materials. And I guarantee that bitch has wore some cotton pants and a satin shirt. At some point, because let's just face it, that bitch isn't wearing silk. And apparently she's fine with those. And her religious conviction against homosexuality isn't even made it into the top ten list that God was so adamant that we get that every time Moses threw it down, he made Moses come back and bring them until we finally got them. Now, I guarantee every one of us have hit one or two or more out of that top ten list. And in the Bible, God does say no sin is greater than any other sin. Okay. So, lying's no worse than murder. Man laying with man, woman laying with woman is no worse than lying. Lying's no worse than it. Stealing... Uh, coveting your neighbor's possessions or your neighbor's spouse, uh, murder, um, not honoring your parents. They're all equal in God's eyes. And I need this woman seriously to read that book she's preaching out of because clearly She must not have read it. And if she has and is going back and twisting God's word, which he hates, 
I'm going to need her to go read that in Deuteronomy because there is a whole chapter and verse about that. God really doesn't like that. Now, she wants to base this on religious conviction. So does that mean that any sin, you, your religious belief says you can't serve them? You cannot make them this hypothetical website. Well, would look like to me that she might have narrowed down her customer base to Jesus. And I guarantee she is not going to be crucified this coming Easter. Um, I'm thinking Jesus probably doesn't need a website. And I'm going to need her in reading that book she's preaching out of. If she wants to go Old Testament with Leviticus, let's refer to Isaiah. That She should, before plucking the dust out of her neighbor's eyes, she might want to remove the plank from hers. Looks like to me she might have a whole redwood forest poking out of her face. She might want to work on hers first. You want to go with New Testament on that. Ye without sin cast the first stone. I don't see a rock pile that would be able to be by her feet and be truthful. And Jesus would have sat down with those people. Jesus would have eaten with them. Jesus would have went in their house. Let's not forget, Jesus ran with a pretty rough crowd. And in all of this, Jesus and God both said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. He did not put not one qualifier on it unless they are these things. He didn't do that not one single time. And here's the thing. She wants to do it on religious belief. Money's money. And she needs to understand she is not going to be answering for their sins at the pearly gates. She's going to be answering for hers. And she needs to worry about hers, let everybody else worry about theirs, um, and keep it moving. And my fear with this is this twat waffle has now kicked the door open for anybody to be able to say, well, you know, it goes against my religious belief to serve Mexican people because it's my art. That was her big qualifier. It's my art. So you tell me if she were a painter who was hanging in a gallery and they were selling her painting, paintings for hundreds of thousands of dollars per painting. She was that good. And a gay couple came up and offered her a quarter of a million dollars for one of her paintings. She is going to look at them and go, mm, no. No, she wouldn't. Chances are she wouldn't even know who bought it from the gallery, where it went. Hell, it could be hanging in somebody's outhouse for all the hell she knew. So that ex that argument to me is a probably one of the saddest fucking things I've ever heard in my lifetime. And I will be honest, I'm going to sit right here and just say it. You know, you're going to say, well, Beth, you know, what about religion? What do you think? What do you practice? I am a practicing Catholic. I am an observant Catholic. Do I agree with everything the Catholic Church has done? No, I sure don't. No. But I also agree with the fact that the sins and mess-ups and infractions and 
bad things that have ever happened from the inception of the Catholic Church to today were all committed by fallible men. And I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to question her relationship with God. Because that's another thing God doesn't want us to do. What I am going to question is how she squares this hypocrisy up in her mind. How she squares her bigotry up in her mind. How she squares up her Christian faith of love with what she's doing. Because either she is such a moron that she can't square it up. Or she is lying to herself. And lying to God about the love and Christian love in her heart. Because, mm, no, you cannot. You cannot. It is physically impossible to be a loving Christian and be a hypocrite who judges everybody that is against what you believe. God says, don't do that. You want to go on, this is your religious belief. This is your art. By golly, then you need to walk the walk. Because just talking about it and dragging your hypothetical bullshit. I, I, and I'm still, uh, I just can't even figure out how the hell... Our Supreme Court was able to even entertained this bullshit. How they did not look at this woman and go, this is fucking hypothetical. You've not even been asked to do it. Now, that's, what, am I going to look at a, the next time, I guess I'm going to have to have a hypothetical crime or some hypothetical bigotry. Guess I'm gonna have to take the Supreme Court. You know, I just cannot with her. And it scares me to think what she's teaching her kids. And it scares me, like I said, now she has kicked the door open for anything that somebody doesn't want. To be able to use that bullshit argument and be a bigot and a racist. I mean, damn, are we in the Wayback Machine traveling backwards to the Jim Crow era? I mean, come the hell on. Is it going to kick the door open for people to say, well, you're in an interracial marriage, even if it is a heterosexual relationship and when I say a mixed marriage I don't mean just white and African American it could be Mexican, Italian, Greek anything that isn't white bred America we're going to outlaw that is that going to go against somebody's religious belief or their art and their hypothetical racist bullshit scenario I'm going to be real upfront, And I'm going to tell y'all, this probably is not going to be as funny as some of the others. No, I'm pissed. I am pissed. I am appalled that we as a nation have become this disgusting. 
and that our Supreme Court, and God bless Justice Sotomayor, she stood up with, in cleaner, nicer terms, y'all are fucking wrong. And God love her. She is almost as good as RBG now to me. Because RBG held it to the letter of the law, not some hypothetical bullshit. What did the statute say? That's what she held it to. It may go against everything she believed and wanted. But if the statute said it, the statute said it. And Sotomayor, God love you, Justice Sotomayor. You said it. Said it much nicer than I did, but you said it. You know, and I'm curious, when in the hell, too, did it become, when I'm trying to pay, and I'm using me as the collective, pay my money for a service, whether it was a website, a wedding cake, or a car, or a 12-pack of Coke Zero. Again, Coke, look me up, man. I'm here for you, Coca-Cola. But... What went on in my bedroom behind closed doors, and I will say I am a straight, heterosexual woman, and I'm white. But I've done some kinky shit in my life that mm, probably would have offended Miss Twatwaffle from Colorado. But it would have probably tweaked her religious belief for her art. But since when did what goes on in my bedroom? behind a closed door between myself and another consenting adult had anything to do with the money I intended to spend for a service. Does that mean that my electric and water companies now, if I do something they don't like behind my bedroom door, are going to go, oh, well, I know you wanted to pay your bill, but mm, sorry, it goes against our religious belief and our art in dispensing that utility to you. That's what she's kicking the door open for. Or it's going to come down to, oh, no, you're a racial cu- interracial couple, so, mm, no. Or you're not white, middle American male. So, no, sorry. Because that's what it's boiling down to with all this. Our Supreme Court has become so politicized that they are now ruling on things that are hypothetical. And I'm going to try, I I guarantee, if God forbid anybody gets a DUI, I want you to go to court and say, well, I interpreted the law as this, because that is the argument that these people, other than Justice Sotomayor and the other lady that I, a couple ladies, I can't think of their names. I was so taken with Justice Sotomayor that was, I mean, I just stopped with her. I wanted to jump through the TV and hug her and say, yes, you fucking get it. But I digress. Um, They have now decided, the males on here, on the Supreme Court, have decided that they know what's best for my uterus or any woman's uterus. And again, I am 100%. I believe life begins at the moment of conception. What I don't believe is you take anybody's health care choice away. I'm sorry. That is not the place for that. As far as this twat waffle from Colorado, what happened to separation of church and state? You know, that's been the thing since the beginning. Separation of church and state. One of the reasons, not the only reason, but one of the reasons why we celebrate 4th of July 
One of the reasons we got the hell out of Britain and started our own fucking country. Not the only, but one of. So, you know, what happened to that? And uh, Clarence Thomas over here making any kind of ruling on anything that has to do with sex, whether it's straight or or homosexual, let's review to the late 90s, can we, or late 80s, early 90s, when he had to appear before Congress because he sexually harassed Anita Hill, not only verbally, but he put pubic hair of his on her soda can. I, at that point, A, I don't know how the fuck you're still on the Supreme Court for that bullshit. Number one. But number two, you get to stay. I'm thinking that fucking disqualifies you from any, any judgment on anything to do with sex. I'm sorry. And let's review your crazy bitch of a wife was cheering on the insurrectionist. Just saying. So I'm not real sure where Clarence, and, you know, in his whole, I don't know how to fill out those papers for all that money from my billionaire friend. Where, where does he get his temerity to even pass any sort of judgment? And the newest one, what is his name? Johnson or whatever? No, that's not his name. The new one that, in 2018, he had to have the Senate hearing because he had been accused of rape in college. Now, I will say I watched the entire thing. I didn't see enough clear evidence that he did or didn't do it. I felt like they both had their sides and somewhere in the middle was the truth and I feel like both of them were a little fucking shady. You know, um, I didn't feel like in that I got a clear enough perspective from either of them or any of the witnesses even to have a solid opinion on it. So I am going to really kind of refrain from that, but let's remember, he's not exactly a bastion of good choices. Because here's the thing, even if he didn't do it, the fact that he got himself in a situation where it could have been even an accusation Shows you didn't make good choices. Because if you were making good choices, you'd have never got yourself in that situation that the accusation could be made. Just saying. Not a, not a bastion of good choices. Um, and all of us aren't. I mean, I God knows. I have made some of the dumbest fucking choices in my lifetime. But guess what? I'm not sitting on the Supreme Court. I'm not sitting there making legal opinions and changes that affect the United States. They haven't asked me to do that. I don't look for them to. Because I have made dumb fucking choices in my life. And I'm not a lawyer. But apparently, I might seem to understand law a little better than he does. Than a lot of them do. And again, like I said, oh, Clarence Thomas... I'm going to take about as much of his suggestions on anything to do with sex as I am from Bill Cosby. Because neither one of them 
made good choices with that. And, you know, they're now they've changed laws that were passed bipartisan. And what did I hear? 90-something, late 90s, on the education system. And affirmative action has been since the 60s, late 60s. But, you know, they did make the change for the help with student loans. As somebody who borrowed $20,000 in student loans years ago, I've been paying on them. And I owe $50,000. You know, that's not, that math is not mathing for me. And I'm not good at math, let me be honest. But even I can figure out that math's not mathing. But they've decided, no, no, you don't need that help. You know, it doesn't matter that groceries are up 19%. It doesn't matter that the cost to rent a home is up more than 20% or that inflation rates are near as high, nearing as high anyway, as they were in 1980. Now, thank God they're not that high yet because I believe I read the other day in 1980 and that inflation, 70, well, actually started in the late 78-ish, early 79-ish, carried into 80, into 81, with, then we hit the recession. But in that era, right there, um, home interest rate, did I read, was about 25% to borrow money to buy a home. Now, granted, yeah, I mean, maybe it costs less. The average here around where I live was about $25,000 for a decent home. But still, 29% interest on $25,000, $30,000, still a lot of fucking money. Still a lot of fucking interest. So, no, I mean, our home loan rates aren't that, but God knows I got a credit card thing in the mail the other day, the interest rate on a platinum card. Obviously, if they're offering me a platinum card, I I, I qualify for it. And he had a 35% interest rate. Fuck, I'd get a better interest rate going out here and finding me a Shylock than credit card companies. But, you know, they're not addressing any of that in the, oh, you can still pay that student loan, along with the fact that you're paying anywhere from $1,000 to $1,500 a month for a house to rent. Your food bill has gone up by 19, 20%. Um, Cost of gas is up. Cost of all utilities are up. Because, you know, it's an inflation. But, no, God, no, let's not consider all that while we say, "Mm, no, you can pay your student loan without our help. Because you, you know, they're saying, well, you make less than $125,000, but you can still do that. Really? Really? Okay. (coughs) But I'd like to see one of them who made that decision live on what the average American is making right now, which is approximately, and I'm saying average for my area, I don't know in your area, my area, about $65,000 a year. I know before I was ousted from my job, I was making almost 50 for me and and the kid. Don't owe a car payment. So, you know, I didn't have to worry about that. My car's paid for, but I still had to pay insurance on it. I still paid $1,300 a month to live in my house. 
still paid all my utilities and my groceries at $50,000 a year right at. And I'm telling, you know, I'm talking after tax and insurance and retirement and all that. What I cleared, not what, you know, because it's always much cuter on paper prior to all that shit coming out. It looks so much better prior to that coming out. But I'm talking when that comes out. And there were still plenty of weeks. Shit, you were praying for payday to come. But yeah, let's take care of that student loan. God forbid. And, you know, of course, the affirmative action. Okay, you want to stop affirmative action, which I was really surprised California had done prior to this. That really kind of shocks me. But um, you want to stop affirmative action for people going to college. Then you need to stop it for the white rich man who bought a building on the college campus for little Johnny to go there. And little Johnny, dumb as a fucking stump, who's now going to have this Ivy League education paid for in cash by daddy. And along with that bazillion dollar building he bought for little Johnny to go there because little Johnny's ACT, SAT, college entrance exams, and his essay and his GPA all fucking suck because little Johnny dumber than a fucking stump. Then little Johnny's going to take and hang that diploma he didn't earn because he's going to pass all of his classes because, oh yeah, daddy bought a building. And he's going to make more money because, well, now he has a fucking Ivy League education. He didn't fucking earn. I think it should be stopped for him, too. You want to stop it. You want to be that half-assed and stop it. All right, let's go one step further. Anybody applies to a school until you are accepted? They have no idea what your name is. You are simply a number. Number one, two, three, four... Look at his GPA. His GPA is great. Oh, my God, his SAT. This SAT is great. This ACT is great. Oh, my God, his college entrance exam test score is through the roof. And this is the perfect fucking essay. We're going to let this person in, number one, two, three, four. They have no idea until the admittance letter goes through. Whether you're a man, you're a woman, you're trans, you're gay, you're black, you're white, purple, or green. All you are is a number. You want to take it down, then fucking take it down to everybody. And it can't be based on how much money your daddy gave to buy a fucking building at that college. No, it's all based on everything across the board for everybody. You know, hey, you want to stop it, then stop it for everybody. Don't just half-ass it. And stop it for the people who really need it. Because the problem's going to become so many folks of color cannot afford that education. And sure as fuck, I mean, hello, student loans. We're going to end up losing a lot of physicians, especially, who are of color. Which is really, really going to be a problem in medicine when you have... Doctors who don't understand the problems that come with certain ethnic backgrounds because they aren't that ethnicity. I read about it in a textbook. I can read about it in a textbook doesn't mean I understand it. Means I can comprehend the words on a page. 
But until you've truly lived something, you don't fucking get it. So, you know, it just the whole thing. This whole week has made me long for the days of government that our scandals were, oh my God, is Nancy running Ronnie because in his second term because, oh my God, he might have dementia. That was the rumor. Couldn't we prove it? No, we couldn't. You know, I long for the days that we're worried about who's blowing Bill under his desk. And whether that's his jizz on the blue dress or not. And I still question, did she have a hole in her neck? Because she clearly sat there and said she swallowed. What the hell? What, she got a trach hole? None of us knew about how the fuck to get on the dress if you swallowed it. Just saying. That has baffled me for years. But I miss that. I miss the days of when we went into Iraq in 03. You know, my dad... God love him. He was still alive, and he was very smart as far and very well-educated and experienced in military history and strategy and those sorts of things, having been in the military and retiring from the Air Force. And having spent four years in the jungles of Vietnam, he understood what a war was. And he said, when we went in, look, we need to be careful. This is going to turn into another Vietnam. They really need to go in, do what they need to do and get out. Let's not drag this out. Let's not politicize it. Let's get in, do what we need to do and get out. And he was exactly right, turned into another fucking Vietnam. Now, I'll say, chances are, yeah, we probably needed to go there. Did we go on some bad intel? Maybe so. Was it bad intel? Was it made up intel? Either way, it wasn't as sturdy an intel as it could have been. And I'll agree to that. I think it certainly needed to be handled because they had attacked us on our soil with with September 11th. However, maybe we could have had a little sturdier intel. But that aside, just speaking of, okay, we're there, taking that out of the situation because you can't jump in the Wayback Machine and change that. I will admit the big scandal, too, with that kind of was Bush knew he was in his last term. He, he knew he could be a cowboy and went, <laughs> fucking watch this. Because he didn't have to worry about being elected again. You know, I miss the days of Obama. You know, and I'll be up front. I didn't originally vote for him. A uh, little more liberal at the time than I felt like I wanted to go. And, you know, I had always been raised that you respected the president of the United States, whether it was the person you elected or not, and you or you voted for or not, that was the person who won, that was the leader, and you respected them based on the office. Unfortunately, that's become harder to do with each president subsequently since Obama. And originally, no, he was a little more liberal than I felt like I wanted to lean at the time, but as I watched things go through and become law and changes happening, uh, Affordable Care Act or Obamacare, as everybody calls it, having worked with that in the front lines of signing people up and having to be the person to say to somebody, I'm sorry, you don't qualify by $5. And no, they were going to have to fucking figure it out. Yeah, there were some holes in it, but overall, it has been 
wonderful for people to be able to have some insurance. So they are not just absolutely devastated by one medical crisis. Maybe it'll be a smaller devastation, but it isn't as big as it could have been. And you didn't hear any scandals about him. There weren't, you know, other than that, he didn't want to give up his Blackberry, which I feel him on that. Shit, I, I, I miss a raised keyboard. I'm not even gonna lie. But you really didn't, and you haven't since he left office. We heard some about Joe while old Barack was in office. Lord knows old Joe struggled keeping his little hands to himself. He is definitely always kind of giving off the creepy uncle vibe. Not gonna lie. And I still respected him, though. I still respected President Obama because he was now my leader. And I honestly feel like other countries kind of respected us with him there. You know, it hasn't been like today since Ronald Reagan, but Ronald Reagan was crazy as fuck. He was a good president. He had some shit. He had his scandals. Let's remember, hmm, Contras, poor Ollie North. He might be out of jail from all that bullshit now. In Honduras and the Contras and the Sandinistas. He might, poor old Ollie might be out of jail now. Um... So Reagan wasn't without his little crookedness. But, you know, Muammar Gaddafi pulled his shit. Reagan said, okay, you're not doing that again. You do that again, I will blow your shit up. And granted, we had come out of Carter, who was just too good-hearted. I feel like, you know, this man has gone on to be one of the best humanitarians of our lifetime, and I don't feel like he just suddenly became that after he lost the presidential election the second time. I think that was who he always was. So that would lead me to believe it was hard for too hard for him to be too tough. He had too good of a humanitarian heart for that. So, you know, we had come out of, let's just say he had that too good a heart. We had come out of somebody who was too good a heart to be a crazy motherfucker. So Gaddafi didn't believe us. Otto Reagan was blowing smoke up his skirt. And he pulled a stunt again, and we blew his house up with his kids in it while they were eating dinner. We didn't hear from him again till 9-11 when he went, oh, I didn't do that. That was not me. And was it two years later, his own people drug him through the streets and killed him. He was such a bad leader and such a horrible dictator. Well... They made their voices known. Probably took them about six months to get all the pieces and parts picked up out of the floor, but by God, they made their decision known. We aren't fucking with you anymore, Moamar. Bye, bitch. And, you know, with the Bushes, both Bushes, I feel like there was a modicum of respect from the world. Now, I feel like the world with Trump, with Biden, with the chaos in our country, with our Supreme Court, who has now decided... Apparently, they're the legal gatekeepers of anything politicized. It's all them now. They're going to make political decisions for us based on theory, not the actual written law, what it actually says. You know, that hypothetical shit. Um, They're probably sitting back looking at all the chaos going on in our country with representatives in the house, you know what I'm talking about, Marjorie Taylor, 
Green and Lauren Boebert screaming at each other across the room. George Santos, the House Majority Leader, having to beg, was it 19 votes we had for him to be elected to the House? How many promises did he make? How many back door, back alley handshakes and hand jobs did he give to finally get elected after the 19th time? Uh, they're looking at the ex-president who some would say didn't cause the insurrection. I feel that he certainly instigated it. Did he get out there and break in with them? No. He certainly instigated them, lit the fire under their ass. As you notice, when he finally, finally, after hours, said, mm, y'all gotta stop, those people fucking dispersed and went home. Now, lots of them are going to jail. Good. You should. You were an insurrectionist. You should be found guilty of sedition. But whatever. But they're still getting, at least they're still getting a punishment. So they've got that to laugh at him. Phone calls of him showing. (sighs) Him yelling at people to find him votes, whether they had to make them up or not. Him screaming fake news that he lost. Um, Now, of course, the release tapes and two indictments. I mean, and now Joe, God bless him. Joe's as clumsy as I am going up steps. So he's at least, he reminds me of Gerald Ford trying to board Air Force One. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go look. It's on YouTube. Go look. I can vaguely remember that over the years and God bless him. Joe's about as bad. <clears throat> I mean, Trump did <clears throat> walk up the ramp onto Air Force One with some toilet paper on his shoe. Of course, it's probably happened to all of us at some point. But they're looking at that. They're looking at Joe being in the middle of an interview this week. And got up and walked off right in the middle of a live interview and wandered off. I want to hope somebody told him he was late for a meeting and that's why he did it. You know, and of course we have the whole bullshit that he and Hunter look like they might have been in some shenanigans in China and the Ukraine. And, you know, Joe's saying, oh, it's not true, yet there's tape. So, you know, I got to think with all that going on with Joe Biden, Donald Trump and his indictments, DeSantis just being absolutely fucking dumb with all the four departments he was going to do with, the FBI, the Justice Department, the IRS, and the Department of Education. He's just, if he's elected, by God, we're just not going to have those anymore. So my question is, we don't have an IRS and we don't pay taxes. Who the fuck's in charge of our infrastructure? Where's that money coming from? Because clearly, that's not going to be our tax dollars. Who's going to be paying our police and firemen? You know, because that's not going to be out of our tax dollars if he's doing away with that. Or the Department of Education. What are we all now going to be learning the bullshit he's trying to get done in Florida? Mm, No, thanks. I don't want to learn your racist, bigoted bullshit. Thanks, but no. I swear, if it continues, I think it's going to be 
left that nobody's left in America because at what point do we all go, oh, this is some bullshit, and we leave. And, you know, other countries are not going to want us because, let's face it, we are rude Americans. And it's not like we exactly go to other countries and act any better than we're acting here. Because in this country of ours, my God, we're a bunch of entitled motherfuckers. And it's to the point now that unless you are a white, middle-aged male, you don't count. You know, these white, middle-aged males are looking at us women going, oh, oh, no. You don't know your place anymore, motherfucker. Let me tell you something. I know my place at the table. You know how I know my place at the table? I fucking built the table. That's how I know my place. And we as women have definitely got to stand up and go, "Mm, no, we built the fucking table, motherfucker. You may be the head, we're the neck. We fucking turn you. Without us, you're useless. Because the neck controls it all, baby. I mean, this country, we have become a joke. We have become disgusting, racists. We have become entitled. We, I just, our forefathers on this anniversary of 4th of July coming up on Tuesday, I got to thank our forefathers who started this country and fought for this country are sitting in heaven going, oh my God, what have they done to us? What have they done to what we started? We are at this point as a nation making a mockery of democracy. We are electing officials who only care about getting in the house and screwing the person they don't like. Not, oh oh my God, let's do a little something for our country. Let's do something for our citizens. They aren't doing that now. No, it's more about, well, I don't like her, so I'm just going to fuck her up. And I don't like him, and I'm going to fuck him up. And I'm going to, I'm so afraid of Donald Trump, I'm going to stand over here and agree to all his dumb bullshit. You know, the only one, and God bless him, hasn't really been that relevant or done that well. The only one who's will in the last 10 years, really, if you even review back that far, um, is Chris Christie. He's the only one that's had the balls to stand up to him. And that's because he knows he has no fucking shot of being elected. So I guess it kind of gave him the breathing room to go, watch this, I'm going to blow your shit out of the water. And he has. I'll give him that. Would I vote for him? Hmm, no. I would not. Oh, uh, Giuliani. God bless Giuliani. How far he's fallen. I mean, come on. 9-11 and the aftermath. He was America's mayor. We all loved him. And I mean, he did do a pretty decent job, it would seem, in that time. And now he is fucking turned into Count Chocula. When did that transition happen? That he has now become Count Chocula, for one. For two, as a lawyer who passed a bar exam, I guess his was so long ago, maybe it was written in stone, like much like the Ten Commandments we spoke about. 
But the point being, the man knew the law, yet broke it and flouted it at every turn since he's been in the Trump administration. Michael Cohen, he flouted it. God knows that man. But I'll have to give him, at least he's now admitted, he's gone to jail and done his time, wrote his book, and he is up front about being crooked at the time. I guess you got to respect the man who stands up. Now, does that mean I agree with everything he says? No. But you got to respect at least he's willing to stand up and be up front and go, hmm, no, I fucked up. I broke the law and I fucked up. Got to give him. I mean, I respect somebody that you at least know where you're at with them. I mean, it evens the playing field a little bit. But it doesn't do anything for our image out there in the world. I mean, these world leaders have got that are looking at us. Are you in members with us and NATO? And are they not looking at us and going, what the fuck is this shit show? What in the Jerry Springer out of the trailer park kind of half-assed, toothless, banjo-playing bullshit is this. Because if they're not, they should be. You know, I am, and especially with things going on in the South, and I clearly am from the South. I am appalled at some of the actions of the people who share this region of the United States with me, which I'm not even going to lie, we've had some dodgy shenanigans pretty much from the get-go in the South. Let's not even lie. But we had started to be on the upswing, become a little more educated, a little more open-minded even. And damn, if we haven't slid back to the 60s, Back, you know, used to the racist after everything and the South kind of got itself gathered and together. Those racists hid in the shadows where they fucking belonged. Now, no, uh-uh, no. They're parading around in the town near where I live. Uh, to the point the KKK has been leaving shit on people's lawns. Flyers, I guess, come join us, sort of shit. Really, I had to go check the calendar to be sure it was still 2023 to what we have devolved to in the South, what we are devolving to as a nation. You know, I need the law, folks, all the Supreme Court, Justice Sotomayor, not you, babe. I love you. Now, don't get me wrong. You could vote on, you know, you could give an opinion in a couple of weeks, pisses me off. But right this minute, you have stood up for women's rights. You have stood up for the rights of the LGBTQ, and you have stood up for the rights of anybody of color. Girl, keep doing you. You fucking rock. But the rest of you, I'm going to need you to read that book you're preaching out of called a law book and the Constitution because you're now judging and basing not on the statute, But on hypothetical, I decided it interprets this way. Like I said, next time you're in court, God forbid, if you go for a DUI, tell them you interpreted that law different. That's not your interpretation of what a DUI is. When the judge looks at you like you've lost your fucking marbles, because he's going to, because you have, cite the Supreme Court, well, they're doing it. Aren't they the highest court in the land? If they can freely interpret it, shouldn't you be able to? 
Just saying. Um, so I'm going to need them to read the book they're preaching out of. Mainly a law book in the Constitution. And wouldn't hurt them to pick a Bible up. A few of them. And this twat waffle out of Colorado, I really, really need her to read that book she's preaching out of. And I'm really going to need her to go and speak to religious leaders of all denominations. Not just the one who is filling her full of hate and bigotry and racism. Because the God I worship preaches love. Preaches compassion. Preaches hug your neighbor, love your neighbor. Not one time does the God I pray to, my God, my Jesus, doesn't preach hate, bigotry, and racism. So, I'm going to need her to go speak to some other religious leaders of other denominations. I'm going to need her to pick up that book she's preaching out of and actually read it and comprehend it. And what I'm going to have you all do for this 4th of July while grilling out your hamburgers, your hot dogs, and setting off your fireworks, which, by the way, are fucking up my dogs. My poor dogs need fucking Xanax. But don't get me wrong, I'm like a kid with the fireworks myself. I love them. Not even going to lie. They're just fucking up my dogs a little. Um, while that's going on, issue a little apology to our forefathers for how we have fucked it up. How we have fucked up the democracy that they set up for us. They fought for, for us. Tell them you're sorry. And you know what? Find somebody who isn't like you, who's different from you in religion or politics or sexual identity or your skin color. How about meet them, get to know them, and realize they're just people just like you. They're just trying to figure out how to live in this fucking inflation. Be a good person and spread happiness. Enjoy and live a life and carve out a little peace for themselves. What different you are. Put your racist shit away. It's 2023, not 1963. Grow up. Be a good person. Be a supportive person. Be non-judgmental. Stop being an asshole. See you on a couple days. <laughs>